From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Morning, everybody. Welcome in. Hour number two of the Big Wild Outdoors. Bring gun. Mike Singleton here in the studio, hanging out, holding down the fort while everybody else is out messing around and playing. Jonathan's out uh, doing agricultural daddy stuff with his daughter. They got a pig show going up to today. Carlos, the Cuban redneck, and Bill George are down south uh, shooting ducks. Uh, my brother is uh, sleeping soundly in his bed somewhere over in North Tampa because he's supposed to be here. And uh, Vince, I'm sure, is probably balled up underneath some sort of really warm blankie because he's not very uh, he's not very cold weather modified. Let's say he doesn't do he doesn't do very well in the chilly frigids of uh, of uh, southern Florida. When it gets when it gets fifty ish or so out here, he kind of like uh, clams up. He gets I'm re- with him on that. Gets really really scared. If you could hit that top right button right there, I would like to talk to Michelle, if you would, please. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. For you, the world, buddy. That was awesome. You know, I just try to keep you happy. That was a great button push. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing good. Yeah, now, if anybody doesn't know, this is uh, Michelle Payne. She's calling in because uh, Toby Benoit probably called her at like 4 a.m. and goes, Hey, now, don't forget you called, man. they got to call them boys down there at the Big and Wild and uh, get out there and make sure they know about this big old event coming up here pretty soon because he wants to be a part of it, da-da-da-da-da-da. Is that, is that about right? Deal. Is it about right? Did he call you and crack you up at about 4 a.m.? No, he must be sleeping, too. Oh. Well, for those who don't know, Michelle is calling in to uh, talk a little bit about uh, something that's coming up here pretty soon uh, on Saturday, February 6th. It is the first annual. Do you want to give them the big surprise? The first annual. Yeah, sure. First annual spring squirrel hunt. Now that right there, we have needed in this state for a long time. Now, <laughs> now it's not that, uh, but this one's going to be a little bit different. This is not like you know me and Mike and the kids, you know, going out and tromping around out in the woods and. Spending the day out there messing around and then go home and make a big old pot of squirrel and dumplings or something like this. This is actually a competition. Am I right? That's right. So now how do people get involved in this and what what how does the competition work? So basically, um, it's open to anyone that wants to participate. Um, we started it out as something that was just going to be here local. We live in the Lake Lindsay area and it kind of Everybody got really interested in it, so it's kind of um, spread like wildfire from there. So um, anybody that's, you know, local to the area that can participate, um, they can just go onto Facebook and type in first annual squirrel hunt 2021, and it'll pull up my event on Facebook, and it's got all the details on there. Okay. But you're welcome to just hunt um, anywhere 
private or public land that you have permission. You have to register um, by 5 p.m. on Friday, February 5th. And then hunting begins, you know, at Legal Light on Saturday the 6th. And you just have to be back at weigh-in for a check-in by 4 p.m. on Saturday. Well, now, this one here, uh, if I'm if I'm hearing it correctly, it's open to anybody anywhere within the state of Florida. So if you got a super-secret uh patch of nut woods somewhere over in Lakeland or uh, over in Citrus County or my backyard, your backyard, your backyard, Fossil exactly. Park, you know, one of those things, oh, yeah. uh, you can, you can go and uh, uh, pop a couple squirrels, but you have to take them to the official way in place, correct? Right. That's the catch. You have to be able to bring your Top five squirrels um, in for weigh-in. I'm sorry, did you say size or five? Top five. So your top five. So you're allowed to bring in your top five squirrels uh, out of your bunch and uh, and weigh them that way and see what you got? Yep. Whoever has the heaviest um, entry will be the winner. There's going to be three um, winners. We'll have a first, second, and third place, and it's a 100% payout. Um, we're doing t- teams of two. It's twenty dollars a team. Ten bucks a head. And then, okay. Um, and then the side pot, you can pay in for five dollars an entry for the heaviest squirrel. So those would be like the little Calcutta's off to the side there. Now, how long does this yeah. go for? Um, it's just for that Saturday. So, so it's just for the day. Um, so I got to catch yep, a bunch of them the now day. and feed them birthday <laughs> cake and ice cream up in a cage and then drag them down there. Uh, but no, you have to kill them first. The right way. Uh, uh, you got to kill them then. Uh, 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 you have to turn them loose and hit them with a four ten. Competition out of it. <laughs> well, now this is actually really pretty cool because this is something that every kid and you know, yeah. uh, dad and daughter, dad and son, mom and son, mom. I mean, a family gathering can go and and do this. It's kind of like uh, when we do the panfish challenge every single year. We invite. Uh, not just to be a single participant, but try to bring as many kids and get involved with it as you can. And I know that when I was a youngster, I think my my first ever hunting experience with my father was out squirrel hunting. I mean, well, my daughter to this day, she'll be, Dad, there's squirrels back there again getting into uh, bird feeder. You know, when the pandemic hit, we, we were shooting them off because they were they were chewing up everything around. So this would be a great example of, hey, Mac. Go shoot it. Then. Let's go. Get them out there. My, yeah. da- my daughter's the same way. She's uh, every year at the Countryside Baptist Church at the Wild Game Dinner. Uh, the one year that we skipped it, I thought my daughter was going to disown me because that was she missed out on her squirrel and rice that she gets every single year. She was extremely upset about it. But now this one here, um, I know that you said that you have to – now, do I have to take them all the way up to Brooksville? Is that where it is? Where's Where's the way? Yeah, so our, our check-in station is in Lake Lindsay. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the area, but it's at the Lake Lindsay Mall in Delhi. So we're going to have a, um, a tent set up outside of their store um, all day. So pretty much if you hunt at Legal Light and you hit your limit, you can just come up, you know, at that time and weigh in throughout the day. We're just going to, the last weigh-in will be at 4 p.m., all right, so for those who don't know where Lake Lindsay is, we have a lot of people who live out in the, you know, Plant City, Lakeland, Zoflo Springs, all those areas like that. Where where would Lake Lindsay be more? Narrow it down a little bit for them. Um, well, it's in it's in North Brooksville, so I can give you guys an address to the store. It's um one four three five one 
Snow Memorial Highway in Brooksville, and that's 34601. Who got the so name in that highway? County. Who named that highway? It had to be somebody that moved down here from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. The Snow hey. Memorial Highway? Hey, right. Michelle, I'm yeah, on Yeah, it's also coming from, um, coming from, like, Citrus County. It's one of the main roads, you know, from between Hernando and Citrus. Right. Well, there's plenty of squirrel hunting area around there, too. That's one of the good there's things. There's a lot, yeah. You can be pretty close to there. I mean, if you go up around Brooksville, you got Citrus Management Area up there. You got... Uh, which is a little bit north of there, a little bit by Inverness and all that kind of good stuff. You could Chazawitska over there in that area. Um, there's there's all spot. kinds. Of, there's plenty of little secret spots. And if you're in the county and you got um, a big giant uh, ball of fur that's been, as Mike points out, uh, chewing up everything in your backyard, if it's legal, hey man, now's your opportunity to. Uh, Clickety click 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 with some uh, Hornady Hollow Point shorts out there and maybe win some money now. So it's a uh, the payout is according to how many people pay and register or how you exactly do it? yeah. Okay. So it's a, like I said, it's a twenty dollar entry fee for a two person team, and um, the payout will be based on that. So first place will get fifty percent of the pot. Second place will get thirty, and then third place will get twenty percent. So, so, so we're going to try. More people that sign up and register, yeah. the bigger the payout will be. So we're going to try to get at least a thousand people registered. So, <laughs> right, right. So you get up to about twenty grand. We're going to need backup. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to go out there and uh, you know win ten thousand dollars for uh, you know killing some shoot tree squirrels. rats? going for five right. million squirrels. Yeah, that'd be a talk about make it crazy. $10,000 payout for uh, the biggest squirrels, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have them guys pull up in the truck. They got this giant bag throwing them. Weigh this one first. Yeah. Nope, that one's out. Yeah. Weigh this one first. Yeah. <laughs> Weigh that one. Well, Michelle, we appreciate the phone call. We'll talk a little bit more about it. And uh, is it all right if we share it on our Facebook page so that people can uh, yes, get it? Yes, that would be great. All right. We appreciate it. Michelle Payne, of Thanks. course, uh, with the first annual Squirrel Hunt 2021. Uh, we'll put it up on our Facebook page. And we'll talk more about it as we get closer to it because it's coming up here pretty quick. It's about a month or so away, or less than a month away. So, all right, Michelle, go have a great and wonderful Saturday. Thanks. Take right. care. Thank you. Here we go. We're going to take a break. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. We're going to share that on our Facebook page, all right? I'll try to do it right now. We'll be back. Sorry, I had to stretch. Oh, that looks really pretty outside. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, Mike Singleton in the studio. Uh, Bill George was on hold. He, uh, of course, had to put the phone down, and so he'll be calling a little bit later on. But I wanted to say thanks again to uh, Michelle Payne, who called in about the uh, first annual Squirrel Hunt 2021 that's going to be going on. It's a little squirrel hunt competition that ought to be pretty good. If you'd like to get your family and everybody involved or go get yourself a work team, teams of two, to get out there and get what you got to do to go and support them, that'd be a good idea. We did share it on our uh, Facebook page. You can go to uh, Facebook, Big and Wild, and uh, all the details are right there. 
And as she pointed out, the more people that enter, the more money shall be won. See, she should have said it like that. It sounds more regal. The more that enter, the more shall be won. I think I'm going to sign up. Uh, I'll have to make sure that I have that uh, weekend off. See if I can uh, swing it. What was that date again? I mentioned that. You got to drop it off? The 6th of February. So that one right there, I'll have to look and see if I have the the weekend of the 6th perhaps open somewhere. Although... Is it on a, it's on Saturday, so that means we have to go after the show, pack up the children, get out, go, pick up another partner, because it's going to be uh, at least four people. Um, trying to think of a good place to go sneak around at. I got a couple spots already in my mind where uh, I could do probably quite well with the uh, Vulcan Tree Rat. Jonathan's property. I'm not going to go all the way out to Lake Wales for squirrel, man. I ain't got to go that far. Are you crazy? Oh, it'd be nice out there. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. You'll let us go, right? I'm sure it's not his call. I'll call Mr. Larry. Yeah. Ah, I'll go but I'll go. To, I'll go to Mr. Larry. You go straight to the big man. <laughs> Just skip the middle guy. You know what I'm saying? No, but I mean, I got a couple of little uh, areas that I know. I know for a fact there are quite the plethora of bushy tails hanging out in the trees who give you the look like yeah yeah what are you gonna do buddy hey you got nothing over here uh you're not gonna do nothing Uh, i'm not worried about you i'll shoot up my bird feeder (laughs) (laughs) he didn't say nothing about baited fields right i didn't hear anything on that you know what's really bad (laughs) what's really bad about squirrels i guess uh, maybe it's because it's my first adventure as a child into the world of of uh, getting out and hunting in the woods with my dad. But I'm still that guy who, I, I don't care if I'm in a park or I'm uh, downtown or in the city or anywhere, where there's a couple of squirrels, you always see that one that you go, man, that is a big boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like you look and you're like, oh, that's a that's a first year. That's that's a youngster there. Oh, I mean, look at that. And That's a big boy right there. I'd knock him right out of a tree. Now, I'll tell you the cool thing that I have out in my area, which, again, never in a million years, even if they opened up a season, I couldn't do it, is we have a bunch of fox squirrels running Dude. around. They are so cool. No, Get they, on the back of the bus. Oh, I love them things. You let me know when you want them removed when they make it legal. I will go no gladly. Way. Come on, man. Those things are so cool. And delicious. You've ate them? Really? Oh, yeah. No. I've been here long enough to when they were legal. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, uh, you know. I forgot how old you are. Yeah, I'm like 97, so I got plenty of <laughs> plenty of years behind me. And uh, and dog years. And that way, uh, I remember the year that they passed legislation where it was no longer legal to do that. I mean, there were a lot of people who were not happy with that. But there's not that many out there. Like like out in my area, there's a couple that stay in that area. But outside of that, I've, I never see them. It's not the fact that there's not that many of them out there. It's that the fact that uh, where they used to be able to see them quite regularly are now houses. True, yeah. So don't blame it on me with the 410 Topper Junior. That the reason that <laughs> yeah, they're numbered down. Yeah, you took them all out. That I, that I destroyed them all. Because as a squirrel hunter extraordinaire through my, uh, through my younger years, uh, even when we would go out and go hog hunting and deer hunting, before I even picked up a thirty three. Now this is I'm talking about through high school and into my early, you know, twenties or nineteens or whatever, uh, when we would 
uh, on a Friday night out uh, with a bottle of Rebel Yell and some Southern Comfort around a bonfire on Gandy, you all of a sudden go, you know, we should go hunting tomorrow. And you go, well, let's go. And for some reason, we would all be able to wake up at uh, 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., jump in the Pinto or uh, whatever, and head all the way up to Gulf Hammock and literally hunt for the day. Hunt for the sleep on a with a Mexican blanket on some cut down palm fronds on the ground, and then uh, get up the next morning, and just outside of the the camping area, you know, was the best squirrel hunting, because no one hunted them outside of the area. Yeah, and people don't realize that that area that you camp in is in the management area. So when you walk outside of camp, without a certain distance, there is hunting allowed. Especially small games. So we'd go up there, boogity, 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 and squirrel. Because, like I said, those are the squirrels that see at camp every time. Yeah. They see the loud noise. They see the fires at night. They hear guys out in the morning and, you know, making noise, scratching themselves, doing whatever. So they're like, eh, them guys ain't got to bother you. Leave my whatever. And whatever they throw in the bushes or whatever it is, you know, they're over there snackety snacking, getting fat. My buddy's kid, I mean, this was just a couple weeks ago, my buddy's kid looks at me and says, uh, hey, Mr. Mike, you need to come over to my house let me make you some squirrel. I'm like, I didn't know kids still did that. Sure. My buddy Brent says, they still hunt them squirrels out there. They're always killing them squirrels out there. He's like, I make the best squirrel. And the the little one's like, oh, he can make some good squirrel. He does real I'm thinking, you boys are sitting around killing squirrels and eating them. Yeah, <laughs> that don't happen anymore. You don't hear no one talking about that or a kid. You know, well, it's good that there is still somebody out there. I mean, the days of me growing up with my friends, that's when we would go camping. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only supplies we would really bring is maybe a half a roll of toilet paper that you took off of there because you might need that a little bit later, and uh, maybe a can of tomato soup or some <laughs> beans or something. But the rest of the time, it was 410 or 22, and we were popping robins or squirrels or blackbirds or whatever it is and put them on a stick. Just put them on a stick and put them in the fire. You know, <laughs> just like Dan Boone, man. That's what we wanted to do. But You don't, um, you don't hear that anymore, though. You know, these the, the kids don't, they don't have a clue. Or if you even thought about, hey, you want to eat some squirrel? No, that's gross. And, and then we made a tougher on ourselves. I remember uh, buddy Tom that uh, we grew up with, uh, we all got pistols. We all got twenty twos. you know, a little six-inch. We all had to have the Ruger, you know, the, the single six or whatever it was. And so here we have all these pistols, and we're like, what are we going to do? It? Well, let's go squirrel hunting. So next thing you know, we're squirrel hunting pistoliers out there you know, yeah. hanging out up in Gulf Hammock or Tide Swamp. And, dude, I mean, it's – it's so much different to go out there with a pistol and have to, you know, yeah, and you know, shoot them with that pistol. Uh, but we made it more of an adventure to be able to go do it. It's still, to me, one of the greatest ways to uh, spend time with your kids out in the woods because there's a uh, there's usually a lot of walking, there's a lot of sitting, there's a lot of seeing, and there's a lot of scouting, and there's things that you get to see out there with your kids that you don't normally. Uh, get to see when mm-hmm. you're out there doing that kind of stuff. And it's with the weather that we've been having lately, if it stays nice and cool like this during the squirrel, it's the best time to be out there. The kids aren't hot. They're not miserable. They're walking. They're warm enough. Right. And as long as you got a little backpack or something slung over the back, they can go without food. But if you got a bottle of water or something like that, you can keep them happy for hours. I mean, it's it's easy peasy. 
And I'll tell you, that's the one thing with Mac. She wants to, like, the green swamps at the end of our road. And uh, she'll, she'll hey, you want to go down there and go for a walk through the woods? Yeah, let's go. Dude, you got a lockdown squirrel stop right there. Right, yeah. Walk down there, biggity, biggity, shoot some. Of course, when you actually go squirrel hunting, you don't see any. But that that's a different part of the green swamp. That's where the horseback and all that is. So uh, you can't, can't uh, shoot no squirrels out there. But, well, it's, uh, is that off limits for small yeah, game? Yeah, the horses, man. That the is. Horses. How do you know that's off limits for small game? I haven't checked. See, this is where we this is where we have this is where we have a need for Bill George who can go, wait, 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 wait. If they're off the designated trail, then are they really gonna go back, go back, go back? You know how he is. Right. And uh, he'll give you all the ins and outs of it and all the nuances of it. Oh, Bill's got Bill's got the laws down. That's what I'm saying. Oh. (laughs) He can help you out. (laughs) But But I'm saying if you wanted to stay close to up there where you have to go do the the check in up there around Brooksville, like Lindsay area. Uh, there's there's lots of opportunities right there around the area. Upper mm-hmm. Hillsboro's not too far away. I mean, there's there's places you can go, right? Uh, and take the kids and go for a stroll and shoot some bushy tails and bring them out. Bring your big your five biggest ones out there. Yeah, I'm gonna check my schedule. Let's do it. I'll sign up. Well, you know, if we do this as a team, it's gonna be you know Carlos and his son. You're going to have to bring your daughter yep. or daughters. Daughter. I only have one. I, well, I don't know. I have Facebook. Always find me another one. You have somewhere. your wife, right? Yeah, she ain't going to do it. Why wouldn't she do it? She's got her nails done. Oh, she my ain't. gosh. <laughs> Taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Get her nails done. Discussion later, sir. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brain Gun, Mike Singleton, Carlos. Nope, he's down uh, shooting ducks. Bill George. Nope, he's down shooting ducks. Uh, Jonathan. Nope, he's out driving around being super dad, uh, going out to some swine show that he's got to be involved in. Of course, his daughter, who's. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, agriculture is kind of their thing, so they got to do what they got to do. <laughs> you know, it's not like they can just remove themselves from it, so it's all good, and they'll be out in the bushes and doing whatever they got to do, go with the, getting the pig to be un numero uno. I did just receive a uh, photograph from uh, Mr. Bill George. Did you get it yet? Uh, he didn't send it to uh, you? Nope. Well, yeah. Ducks on the tailgate, boy! Good job, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, those are all blue wings, blue wing teals. Good little ducks, man. Some people don't like them. I do. I think they're quite delicious. So, uh, Bill George, if you're listening, I say bring them home. Bring them on home, boy. Bring them on home, and uh, we'll take care of them. It's it's all good. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, did you see this? I saw a video this past week of somebody who uh, 
was out offshore and a great white came up on the side of the boat, came swimming up by him, and they were all like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh. I mean, they of course, they all thought they were going to die. Right. And then uh, then the, about a day later, this other uh, story comes up. It's um, uh, the shark that washed up on a beach up in Maine. Did you see that one? No. 26 foot long. Wow. I'm not worried about some 12-foot great white, but I see a dead 26-foot-long shark on the beaches of St. Petersburg. I'm going to be like, uh, you kids, uh, we might want to go swim in Uncle Dean's pool. Uh, we're going to get out of the water. Uh, speak of the devil and he shall arise. Bill George is on the phone. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are we doing in there? Uh, oh, you seem awful quiet. You must be still hunting. Are you still hunting there, big boy? Yeah, we're still hunting. We're still hunting. We we have had a little lull at the moment. I think there was like 97 shots in the first 15 minutes. Wait a minute. That was just Carlos. I was going to say, I thought there was only two of you down there. <laughs> 97 shots is not good. Now, who got these uh, three blue wing teals that I'm uh, taking a gander at here? Those are mine, and Carlos has a model duck. I had to. I I was shooting the F-16s, and he was shooting the B-52. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good analogy, because those teals they come across that water pretty darn fast, from what I remember. Oh my gosh, it, we uh, we have whiplash from teal flying all over us. So and now, but, uh, how much longer do you have? I mean, are they they've slowed down, and with this they north slowed wind- down at the moment, we, they slowed down at the moment, but there's little flurries here and there. So, but. Uh, Let's just say there's a little bit of brass floating around in the water that we got to pick up. Well, that's good. Now, uh, did he bring his trusty uh, I can't hit nothing Beretta, or did, did he bring something other than that for uh, Carlos? You got your Beretta. Yeah, he has his Beretta. Oh, okay. And he's doing it. He's doing about as good with it as he is on clay pigeons. Easy, man. I mean, uh, you, <laughs> you think it'd be easier to hit them big old fat ducks than it is to hit those clays? Now, now, yeah. now, what are you sporting out there? I know it ain't the three hundred wind mag. No, no, I got a Browning. Uh, uh, what is this? <laughs> Gold Hunter or something like that. I borrowed it. <laughs> you don't even know. He's not out there shooting ducks <laughs> with a borrowed gun. Usually, the number two excuse. Yeah, you know, it's a borrowed gun. That's I why wasn't I used to this gun. Yeah, I, I missed it. That, so, that's yep. my good luck charm. Yeah, borrow a gun that's and it, you'll be fine. I, I shoot somebody else's gun, but what, yeah. What do you shoot at those teal with? Are you shooting at them with fours? What do you? What do you? No, I had sixes. I had some sixes, and then I, I think I got some fours now. Oh, okay. So, yeah, waiting for the big boys to come by. That's all good. Yeah, I'm trying to get a model now. So, you know. Wait, do you I, have I'll somebody? Do you have some? Do you have somebody out there who can tell the difference? Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. Yeah. He's your duck expert. He's telling we you which. To, we may have to wait till they hit the water, but yeah, he can tell the difference. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that's always it's always good when you're starting that way. But once you have a certain amount of oh, ducks, oh, oh, shh, shh, shh. hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, Carlos, Carlos, hard left. Why do I have to shush, shush? Why do I have to be quiet? I'm not there. No, we had a, I had a dang duck coming in. He was getting ready to decoy. And then he turned because I was chitter chattering. What? They don't care about that sound. They don't care that you're talking. It's not like fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so true. Uh, it ain't like fishing. It's like when you're turkey hunting. I love all these people that sit there and go, okay, we got these two birds. The birds are coming in again. 
dude, those turkeys don't hear that. They don't care. They don't give two blah, blah, blahs and a blah. As long as it ain't yeah. going, beep, 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 now then yeah. th- they'll hear that in a heartbeat. Now, moving around, yeah. that's a totally different thing. So, yeah. so uh, what is your limit on the teals? Uh, six. six. Six? I think six total ducks. Uh, six of them can be teals. So All blue wings. How did you get that? Well, well I pulled the trigger and they dropped. No, no green wings. I mean, I, I you know, usually not that I've seen. I, I, I couldn't see. I couldn't tell you one duck from another. Well, those are pretty easy to tell because of the blue wing part. Left, right, left, right, straight. Okay, Carlos has some some model ducks coming. Who's so. making, who's who's doing the calling? Carlos. Carlos? Carlos. It sounds yeah. like he's using a really bad gobble call. Yeah, I think it's one of them shaker chuckers. You that's, know, that's what it, is. it sounds like one of those shaker uh, really bad ones. It's like, it sounds like the worst turkey ever. <laughs> so, But, uh, yeah, I got up at midnight to come on down here. We're down in the uh, Cluiston area with Everglades Outfitters. And uh, I just had two dang ducks fly right over me, and I won't pay any attention. Um, but Everglade Adventures uh, down here, and we're having a great time. All right, now, are they going to be, how much longer are they going to be having the duck areas open down there? The, yeah, the, I see them, Carlos. Uh, they, they're going to have it all the way to the end of duck season here. Oh, okay. So, and then uh, so. do they do anything else during the year, or are they just strictly all ducks? Uh, they do deer and everything else hold on here one second if these things come down okay well mike and i will but, talk amongst ourselves if all of a sudden no. we hear the phone drop yeah no. he, he 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 does he does he does deer hunts he goes duck hunts he'll be doing dove hunts next year so we'll have to come down excellent at&t signal <laughs> come down here and uh broadcast <laughs> what was that <laughs> what are you goose hunting all of a sudden <laughs> What was that? Oh, that's somebody texted me. Oh, is that? <laughs> Probably somebody to be quiet. So. All right. Well, I'll, I'll catch you later. Yeah, okay. All right. Go get them, man. We'll talk to you after the show. Take care, Bill. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Now, you know, it's so funny. He's like, things have slowed down here. And then all of a sudden, as he's actually speaking, it, things started picking up more and more and more. And he's like, wait, there's two. I just missed two over my head. Wait, there's sort of and now it's like like anything else. As soon as you pick up the phone, you're pooched. Well, he said last week he was down there, and it was just they were everywhere. Ducks well, were everywhere. Oh well, you know. And now, hit or miss. They're fickle. Yeah. I, I, you know, the other day driving across Howard Franklin Bridge, usually this time of year, I always, you know, when I go off of Fourth Street and hit the entrance ramp there, I'm always looking over, look over to the left, make sure I can merge, and then as I get in there, I start looking to the right looking for all the rafts of ducks, because if it's a northern wind, they're always on that south side of the bridge in the nice calm area there. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a few ducks there this past week that I that I noticed that were out there. I uh, don't get to see them when I come home, but uh, during the day I was like, oh, they're pretty rampant. It's not a lot, not yeah. like I have seen in the past. but And usually that's a pretty good indicator. If you can see a lot of ducks on that area of the Howard Franklin Bridge, and that usually means down south and anywhere else like that that the, bird, the, the birds are flying really good. Right. And uh, that's the one where I almost 
got in trouble, but I'll, I'll tell you a little bit when we come back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Woo, here we go. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. If you want to call in on the show today, you know you can. 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. Taking a real quick break, you guys. Stay right there. Big and Wild Outdoors, Spring Gun, Michael Singleton. We're all hanging out here this morning in the studio on this blustery Saturday morning. It is a little chilly out there for most of us West Coasters and any other uh, Floridians and some natives out here. It's kind of kind of cold. The wind kind of gets in you, and uh, it's not going to be a very good day to be out doing any kind of uh, offshore kind of fishing, I would assume. I know there's a lot of captains that will be out there braving it out there because those redfish have been doing really extremely well. And, uh, of course, cold weather, sheep's head, always good. And then everybody out on all the lakes uh, around uh, central Florida have been waiting for these machine gun cold fronts to start moving through to get the the big old crappies, the big old uh, sockalies snacking and ready to go, get them big and fat and get them out there, get the big boys biting. So everybody's been waiting for the, the big, huge crappie bite to get ready to go. And usually when you have a couple of these cold fronts come pushing through and drop those temperatures down, they seem to huddle up a little bit more, and it seems to be a little bit easier to get out there and do that. So it'll be a good time. If you missed it out a little earlier at the beginning of the show, a uh, young lady, Michelle Payne, she called in. I wanted to reiterate on this because I think this is going to be a good event out there for uh, the kids especially. If you want to have some time out in the woods, I know getting out there, if you're a hardcore hunter, hardcore deer hunter, hardcore hog hunter kind of guy, sometimes um, it's a little difficult to bring the kids along. Uh, if you're out there trying to get her done or um, doing a lot of running with dogs and things like that, especially at night, uh, it's hard for our kids to keep up. So uh, this little squirrel hunt that they're going to be doing, it's on our Facebook page. We have a link to it. It's the first annual uh, squirrel hunting competition that's going to be happening up around Brooksville area. The weigh-in station's up around Lake Lindsay in that area as well. It's on Saturday. It's Saturday, uh, February 6th, and it is a one-day tournament, I guess you would call it, or competition, you could call it, where uh, it's $20 per couple for two people, so 10 bucks a head. If you want to get out there and shoot and you go and you drop off your five biggest squirrels that you have, and basically they're going to do first, second, third, and it's going to be 100% payout. So it's just a chance for you to get out and go hang out in the woods, go away some 22s or some 410s or 20 gauge. I know there's very few that go out and still whack them with a 12 gauge. Some people do. Yeah. 
That's going to take away your weight. <laughs> it may add to it. <laughs> It'd be a good good thing to take kids out, you know. What a great opportunity to get yeah. out in the woods with your kids. My my daughter, Mac, just got a new uh, 22 Henry that she's going nuts to shoot. <laughs> That's perfect. What a great opportunity to be able to go do that. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I have this discussion with some people occasionally uh, when it comes to uh, – Firearms. I had a young lady who comes in, and she was looking at the Remington Model 7, and then she was looking at a, a, a micro Browning X-Bolt, both in 308, and she was commenting on how short they were. And I said, well, a lot of guys, people like them in tree stands or if they're hunting from blinds. Uh, it can be a youth gun for a while, and but it's the fit is more for an adult. A larger kid would be okay. People see the, the size of the rifle and think it's instantly a kid's gun, and it's not. The Remington Model 7's been that size since day one. Mm-hmm. It's so that it's light, easy to hump all day, and all that kind of thing. And uh, I told her, I said, uh, and I wanted to, that's why one of the reasons I wanted to have Bart in here this morning was um, I said, what's really funny is when we go out and we would go squirrel hunting, my brother would have a, a whole arsenal to choose from. You know, 20-gauge single-shot H&R, 12-gauge. You know, if you want to take the Winchester, he had a lever-action Winchester 22. Love that gun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all these other had a, a uh, has a Remington uh, nylon, one of the old uh, nylons, really nice one. Um, the dad found in a pawn shop somewhere in East Texas, and they got it for like 35 bucks. Wow. I mean, oh, yeah, steal of a lifetime. Go try to find one now and see what they're worth. And, uh, but you say, hey, man, we're going to go out and go to shoot some squirrels and all that kind of stuff. You know what that six foot four, 278 pound sucker shows up with every single time? Take a guess. Uh, 12 gauge? His cricket. Really? He's, he shoots with a cricket. That was his very first rifle. That little 22, that little single shot cricket. Yeah. Uh, the doesn't even the rear sight. You know, it has that little ramp sight, the yep. little metal rim. Lost that, Lord knows how many years <laughs> ago. But smart enough where he took a little piece of wood. I, that wood's probably twenty twenty years old. Uh, carved it down about the same size as it, a little rampy piece of wood. Stuck it in there, and then once he went out there and started shooting, shooting, shooting. When he got it dead on target, he just kind of pushed down on it a little bit, made a little notch in the wood, so it's been there ever since. That thing is a dead eye, and he knows it. And of course, you can. It weighs as much as this pen. Yeah, we and, we got Mac one two years ago, and that thing. At first, I thought this thing. This this got to be like a model or something. This ain't. Dude, tote, you could tote that thing around for five thousand years and not even know it's in your pocket. It's so light. Bart will show up with that bad boy. Have that little black cricket. Got the cricket ready to go. <laughs> and uh, I'm out there. That's to, awesome. Because uh, I kind of handed down my my four ten Topper Junior to my son, and uh, he went out the first time he went out squirrel hunting. That's what he used, and my daughter was too small, so she just was the uh, tag along carrier kind of thing. So um, uh, this year I may have to bump him up and uh, let him use a four ten. But I got her cricket. She wanted the the bubblegum pink one. That's what. Yep, Matt and, got it. Well, hers is bubblegum pink camo. Yeah, oh, I was so pooched. I bought her the pink one. I thought everything was all good. And then she saw Muddy Girl camo. It's like, Dad, why didn't you get this? Okay. Yeah. 
I still, I'm not getting, it was a surprise. Merry Christmas. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to go. So if you had to pick a camo pattern for, a, mm, I don't know, let's say a backpack. Yeah. Which camo pattern would you pick? But, I didn't, but I'll say I'm this. not smart enough to do that. I went, give me the pink one. Yeah. Da, da, she would like that one. And, I mean, she loves it. I'll tell you, it's fun. It's a fun gun to shoot. We were up at uh, Jonathan's property. They have a rain, it's an awesome gun range. Gun. And we took it from the kid. I mean, we were all sitting there shooting it. Max, like, right. can I go next? Hold on, Mac. Hold on. Let me. I'm just making sure. It's, <laughs> I, the poor kid. She probably only got to shoot her gun five times. We went through hundred rounds. No, I'm joking. But still, everybody took the gun from her because it's fun. That's a fun gun to shoot. You. Uh, not that I'm encouraging the activity, but are you type of a kid a cricket. And you go get some of those subsonic uh, little twenty-two shorts. It shoots about as much as a pellet gun. Yeah. And it makes about as much noise as a pellet gun. You could almost, you know, shoot it in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah, to decent backstop. But uh, my brother, he's toting that thing around all day long. I mean, it literally looks like a giant carrying this pen out there hunting in the woods. <laughs> but you take a pocket full of shorts. Throw them in your pocket. Yeah. You know, you put in 20 rounds or whatever in your pocket, and, dude, you're set for the day. Stick it in there, and you carry it with a round in the chamber if you want. I mean, it, it's not going to go off until you cock the thing back. And yeah. It's, it's a single shot. And what's funny is he'll be down the way, and you'll hear a noise, and you kind of start texting and go, did you just shoot? No. <laughs> because it's so quiet. Yeah. You don't even know if it's him or a, a limb or something stepped on a stick. It's like, I yeah. mean, it, it makes no noise. Well, the BB gun I keep on the back porch to shoot the squirrels off the bird feeder weighs more than that cricket. Oh, yeah, easily. Yep. I mean, it, it probably weighs, yeah, I think a full-size Daisy Red Rider actually weighs more than the cricket, especially the new ones. Those mm -hmm. new ones, like, I think you got your daughter, I got mine. But Barrett has one, I mean, uh, Bart has one of the originals with the tapered, uh, four end on it, so if it's not quite as wide, you know, mm -hmm. for those little hands, you know, so they can hold it better. <laughs> but this one is like the tapered, more, uh, quite not quite as tapered as like the Savage, uh -huh. which are really thin. But dude, that gun is awesome, and I think that's the first gun that my kids shot. Was was the cricket, the, the Uncle Bart's uh, cricket? You know, they were like, hey, you know, that they're, I mean, all day long. Yeah. Well, that was the cool thing. Is you're sitting there with one hand. Boom! You know, I just that was the thing that I was going to tell you that uh, Bart will do too. Is you know, you're sitting there talking, and all of a sudden there's a squirrel over there. You don't have to turn your body or nothing. You just kind of put it up there like a pistol, one handed, and go <laughs> and take him right out of the tree. You never get tired. Never. It's an awesome little gun. But anyway, this uh, squirrel uh, event that's going to be happening. Let me give you the little rundown on it. It's happening on February the sixth. Okay, it's starting at six a.m. And it goes until, I think, last weigh-in is, what, 4? I think she said 4, four o'clock. Yep. Uh, all that information is on there. If you go to our website, I mean, or go to our Facebook page. But like I said, it's a 100% payout. It's $20 per team. And you can do a side pot for the biggest squirrel, which is optional. You don't have to do it. It's like, you know, Calcutta's at the uh, King of the Beach and all that kind of good stuff. You know, you throw, throw 5 bucks in a pot. If you happen to get the biggest squirrel, you take it all home, man, which can actually be more than whatever you win, you know, depending on how everybody feels about it. But if you need to go register, you can go do it by calling uh, Michelle. All that information is right there on the Facebook page. Uh, it's going to be uh, 10 hours worth of squirrel hunting love. 
So we encourage you to get the kids and get out there as uh, this hog and deer and all that other stuff is kind of winding down a little bit. Although as long as these cold temperatures keep up, hog hunting is not going to stop. <laughs> and this is the best time to be out running around at night. Awesome times to be out there running around. But if you want more information about where to go, uh, take your squirrels, how much it costs, how you get registered, all that kind of good stuff, then go to our Facebook page and uh, all the info's right there. Did I put you down as interested? I got to share it. I got to go. I'm interested. I got to go invite a bunch of friends. To see if we can't get this up to a thousand people. I want twenty thousand dollar payout on this thing. <laughs> That's the whole reason you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so that your money so that you can get more money out of this deal. You know what? I just wanted to get that huge where you have that many people. So that that many people will go tell at least one person. You get you got ten thousand people involved in that bad boy. There's gonna be thirty thousand people that know about it the next year. Right. And then uh then if 2,000 people uh, enter, then uh, we're looking at some decent money. It's pretty good money. That'd be a better payout than uh, than what the government's going to give you. <laughs> what money? <laughs> You're not getting out of that stimulus, man? Come on. Nope. No, neither am I. They're going to keep it. Yeah. Or they'll get it back somehow. Oh, definitely. And uh, believe it or not, uh, we talked about it in the first hour. Speaking of the stimulus, uh, I don't know how many people are actually hanging on to it because – uh, if any, if yesterday was any indication of what's going on, uh, everybody's spending it on ammo and guns anyway. I don't think anybody's made a house payment with it. <laughs> I really don't. The I, chance to get ahead. Nope. I, you know, I don't think that uh, somebody went, you know what, I'm going to make a double payment on my mortgage this month. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's happened one bit at all. Uh, if you want to give us a call, you know you can, 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. You're always welcome to uh, be a part of the show. We always invite you to be a part of it, and we would like you to be a part of it. It's because we love you. Love to all. Feel a little verklempt. Uh I wanted to bring this up last week. I know this came out. I wanted, when Bill George was here, dang it, he's not here, but... Um, I saw that we had talked to Dustin uh, a while back. Of course, he's known for the uh, Guardians of the Everglades fame, you know, Dustin Crumb. And he was talking about all the pythons. You know, he's the guy who's out there catching all the pythons and all that other stuff. But a story that came out this, this past week was one that, where the FWC is really interested in all these guys who are now training dogs to sniff out the pythons, which is that- what... That's kind of scary. I think we I think we literally said this three years ago. Why aren't they training dogs to be able to go out? If you can train a dog to go sniff out uh, rodents in agriculture, why wouldn't you be able to sniff, uh, teach them to sniff out pythons like, like that, dude? Man, you talk about making catching a lot easier. Well, my fear is uh, that one dog, that one dog that just has no fear, and that snake's faster. Uh, well, you got to get there before you hear that. <laughs> then it's not so good. All right, we're going to take a fast break for the top of the hour. Hour number three is right around the corner. We are brought to you by Brandon Ford. Here we go.